Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome in to the PHNX Suns podcast brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's number one sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and leave us a five-star review. I'm Lindsay Smith here with Espo, Saul Bookman, and Gerald Bourget. Gentlemen, our summer league time has is coming to an end. Oh, thank the it Lord. It wraps up this <laughs> evening slash tomorrow morning for some of us. How was it overall? Well, my soul left my body about 24 hours ago, so <laughs> I got that going for me at least. What I, happened there? Are you being dramatic again? Well, <laughs> how, how explain to me how said soul left body? Well, I drank more than I have in the last five years combined since we've been here. This guy. Uh, <laughs> I had the best meal I've ever had last night, so yeah. I think I think my soul just tapped out there too. Like, yeah, it could get better than this, so. Yeah, you know, I, I had a good time. I'm just ready to get the hell out of here. Same. <laughs> you have an odd definition of soul leaving the body. <laughs> it's just so weird. Even Shane's like, what the fuck? <laughs> That's dark. I've had a great time. Yes. I, it's, been a, it's been a blast here. Excited to go back home and sleep in my own bed, but it's been fun. Yeah, I'm running on fumes, but it was a lot of fun being out here, especially yeah. being the first time here. For I me, mean, at well, least. For me. In summer league, not in Vegas. Yeah. Well, okay. yeah. Yeah. No, I've, I've been to here too many damn times. <laughs> I mean, I love summer league because it's the perfect, I mean, obviously you get to catch up with friends from across the league and just all throughout NBA Oh, we media. know, Lindsay. And, Jesus. Um, but it's exhausting. It is. Because it's, it's nonstop. Because you have so many people you want to see, so many games you want to catch, so many places you want to go. It's so hard it's being so popular hard and well-liked. to go see all my friends and leave you guys every day. It's taxing. I understand what you're saying, Lindsay. I, I do. It's tough being this popular. Yes. Everybody's <laughs> looking at each other. It's not just one person. As the most popular member of the PHNX oh show, I understand, I understand. So, Did you not say, when I said, what's the goal of Summer League? Mm-hmm. You know what? The goal, we're going to watch some basketball. We're going to create some cool content. We're going to get some things for later on, mm-hmm. you know, next week and the next couple of weeks. But we really want to network. Mm-hmm. That's a big one. Mm-hmm. 
Which one of us networked this week? We forgot to accomplish all that. Wait, wait. How do you network with your friends? You maintain relationships. You don't just tap into your relationships when you need something. That's rude. Yeah, you only do that to your coworkers, not with relationships. That's it. Okay. I had this all wrong. Look, I got to say. You guys are such brats. (laughs) We're we're Just say we're all assholes right now. Screw you guys. I'm going home. Okay, Eric Clinton. She hung out with us last night. And yes. we had a fabulous yes, time last night. Let's not, let's not hide that. We all had a great time last night. Hang I got up. to see the joy that is Shane at a slot machine. Oh, my God. <laughs> Shane, put it in fantastic. the comments right now. Lindsay oh. played slots with me all last night, so we are all good. Exactly. Yeah. Shane Shane and I had a blast playing slots, even though I lost $100. Oh, that's Sh- tough. Shane has an obsession with a panda slot machine that was the most beautiful, <laughs> innocent thing I have ever seen in my life. And uh, I hope you all get to experience it at some point. All right, let's move on. Now I'm mad at you guys. You guys ruined it from the top. <laughs> Sometimes so, the card doesn't go where you want it to go. <laughs> with you guys, always. I should be. I shouldn't be surprised anymore. I just made point. a joke. I was joking. <laughs> sure, Gerald. It was a joke. Gerald always Play the tries. Footage Gerald's back. like. I'm the nice one. Because I'm smiling in the background. I was (laughs) joking. Yeah, and then everybody gets on me because I, like, give Gerald a hard time. I'm like, everybody gets a hard time, including Gerald. He's not... Yeah, that's safe. How, I, I feel your pain, works. Lindsay. These guys are tough to work with. Stop it. Oh, my God, Eskimo. <laughs> you pandering son of a bitch. You started this on Jesus. <laughs> I just can't wait to get home because I feel like once we get back home, you guys will go back to normal and stop being so bratty. Um, wait, wait. Let's talk. No, 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 stop it. No, you think this is no. Vegas's fault? <laughs> you're, you're ten times worse here than you are. Either that or it's because I've been around you too much. Oh, I think it's that. And, uh, right there. She has hit her limit (laughs) way long time ago. It was probably on day one. Let's be honest. You were like, oh, my God, these fuckers. (laughs) (laughs) I got to get out of this house. (laughs) Anyway, the Suns didn't play a game today. The Summer Suns did. Didn't go quite as well as Friday night's uh, match, but... Gerald, you did get to talk to Ish one more time. Mm-hmm. Shall we discuss what Ish had to say? Yeah, I'm going to be writing about this and a bunch of other things over the next few weeks because we got a lot of good stuff today, um, despite how terrible the game was. But the main thing with Ish was we kind of got a chance to talk to him about how he and some of the other sons are still processing what happened in Game 7. And he said, I'm, I still haven't processed it. I'm going to be processing it up until probably preseason starts and a new season begins. But for him, it's also kind of a unique situation because he is a free agent for the first time. Obviously, he's playing for the Summer Suns. Um, So I kind of just asked him, how are you approaching that experience of being a free agent, and do you want to be back in Phoenix next year? And this is what he had to say. I'm not worried about it. Yeah, everybody should know that. <laughs> now, um, me personally, I don't really look, I don't really take care of all the business side. Um, everybody knows I love the Suns. Everybody knows I love the whole entire organization. Everybody knows I want to be back. So it's out of my hands. I can only control what I can control. Um, but, yes, I do want to, I, I would love to have that across my chest, you know. So, I mean, everybody knows that. I'm here. I'm playing summer league with the Suns, and so, you know, I'm embracing every every moment. I'm taking a day at a time, and it's, that's out of my control. The only thing I can do is what, only thing I can, can control is myself and what I do on the court, and let that speak for everything else. Shane is the freaking man right now. 
How, that was so cool. Are you going to explain to everybody else who's listening yes, what happened? Yes, I am. I don't so, think anybody knows. So I couldn't sit back because the cord was too tight uh, into our uh, roadcaster. And in 20 seconds, Shane unplugged it, untangled it, stuck it back in, uh, and now it works. Cool story, bro. <laughs> Gerald, what'd you think about what is? <laughs> Espo, I'm going to stab you in the heart. This <laughs> is a fucking the, dart tonight. I live. I live. I and then I'm going to send you on the plane. You know what that is? You know what that is? Instant karma. Well, how's that instant karma? Because you were being a jerk to me. Now I'm supposed to be. A you jerk were being to a you. dick to me right before the Nuh-uh. show started. Nah. So where's your karma? Nah. Yeah. Oh, oh, Saul doesn't have his phone? <laughs> fuck you, Saul. I'm not going to tag you in this picture then. But did what the I, fuck did that even have to do with but anything? did I tag you? I, I don't know. I don't have my phone. I did tag you. <laughs> it was, that one was clearly a joke. <laughs> Gerald Ish. There was a thing about Ish in there somewhere. (laughs) Then we got stabbed in the heart with a dart. We definitely have reached it. We're done. We're fucking done. We've hit that Vegas uh, lunacy. We've been here for 15 minutes and we have done nothing like. Someone get us home. Oh, really? It feels like 15. (laughs) Shane said we've been here for less than nine minutes. Oh, dear God. Okay. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so Ish talked about free agency. And obviously, he wants to be back. He's controlling what he can control. I like his approach to approaching the summer league. Like Steve Scalzi said the other day, he wanted to participate so that he could get these extra game reps. This is coming off of playing for Uganda, the national team there. Um, And he had, I forget how many miles of flights he had to get here. Um, But he was running on fumes. He was talking about how he was jet lagged. So it is cool that he is kind of taking this approach. He wants to be back here. And for him, it's always been about the work. That's something that runs through the veins of this Suns organization. Um, so I hope that they're able to figure out a way to bring him back. I think that he wouldn't be playing for the Summer Suns if there was no interest there. Um, but yeah, he's he he talked about wanting to have that name across his chest, and I like that. He's a very likable guy. He could be a decent piece deep in the rotation, depending on what happens this season so or this offseason. So it's good to hear that. I'm a big fan of Ishwain Wright, so I'd love to see him back, at the very least, on another two-way contract. Yeah, for sure. Um, it, but it is hard. I'm, I'm not going to lie. There's been a couple teams that have had some guys that are not expected to make some of these rosters that I've, I've looked at. I'm like, oh, okay, well... I uh, wouldn't be shocked if somebody, you know, took a flyer on this kid or, or this guy, you know. So who knows what's going to happen with Ish. He didn't have the best of games today. He was kind of, you know, just okay. And, but the whole team was awful. So yeah. it doesn't, you can't really hold I, it against him at all. I said the similar thing to Lindsay, and she made a great point while we were sitting watching the game. Uh, and are you okay if I share this point? Sure, all right. go ahead. It was halfway <laughs> stolen from Gerald, so, so it was perfect. This is like a game of and telephone. And he got it for me, so it's just all, all full right, circle. Uh, she said it's kind of like the DA thing. He can't pa- pass himself the damn ball, so you can't. You know, there's no real right. point guard running an offense like out there. Really, uh, well, so. basically, it was because Ish. Gerald, you brought up the other day on the show that the thing that you liked the most about Ish was he was playing within the same type of game. Mm-hmm. He would be playing in with the actual Phoenix Suns. Right. And so within the context of this team and him not playing that well, it's like, well, he's also not playing with NBA level Mm -hmm. starting players or even off the bench players, right? And that's no shade to all these guys on summer league teams that are fantastic basketball players, but there are levels. Um, And same thing that Espo said, I was like, 
Say, take a page out of DA's book. You can't pass the ball to yourself, you know? To right. be fair, a lot of his minutes did come with that from Alfred, with Alfred Payton on the court. So yeah. take that as you will. I mean, <laughs> hey, the system is set up to not be able to pass the ball to yourself. So <laughs> That's the game in general. That's it. That's it. The game is built It's only way. focused around two guys. And then that's it. <laughs> So, I'm kidding, Gerald. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We're so close to being out of here without murdering each other. So close. <laughs> He's like, please don't make me be the one to do it. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Uh, are you up or down as of right now in Vegas? Down. How much? 100. Hey, Shane, have you seen my wife comment in the comments yet? <laughs> I'm down. I have not. I- I'm down. I'm even. He's down a lot. I mean, no, <laughs> I, I bounced back last night. I'm we down did. Now. We had some fun oh, on the slots I'm last night. Now. We got a lot of free spins. It was super fun. Yeah. It's the free spins. That's where it's at. Gerald, you're, you're, I'm you're good? Yeah, I'm even. All right. Have you spent anything? No. Oh, so Gerald has, <laughs> Gerald has no. not gambled <sighs> at all. There's still one night left, ladies and gentlemen. Tonight. It's going down tonight. <laughs> to, to be fair... Just coming to Vegas is a gamble, so mm, it, technically yeah. you've gambled once. Mm-hmm. I'm up then. <laughs> I'm up. I'm up right now. Up with the homies. Yeah. Um, if you guys want to gamble, but maybe not at a casino, but from the comfort of your own home. Nicely done. That was you nice. You can download the... Dr- was it? I feel like it was pretty basic. Uh, <laughs> it was pretty basic, too. Yeah, I was for, like, these guys. Yeah, but for day four in Vegas, I'm impressed. I'm trying to build the goodwill back up. We're oh, so far you. down. I appreciate, I, I, I appreciate that. Okay, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. I wasn't even going to comment. I wasn't going to say anything. I was just like, oh, okay. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use promo code PHMX. Uh, Make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That is huge, literally and figuratively. Risk-free and a $1,000 bet. You could make some serious cash, and then you also don't have to really worry about anything if you don't. Yeah, they don't do that shit in Vegas. I asked no. for $1,000 free to bet what they laughed at my ass. So. Exactly. So, so that's promo code no. <laughs> PHNX only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. One of the best things about coming to Summer League is the amount of people that are here congregated in one central location and who are most of the time very open to having conversations with you. Mm-hmm. And Gerald, you got to talk with quite a few people this weekend. And listen, you guys are going to want to stay tuned over the next week or so of shows because we're going to share a lot of that content. But right now we're going to talk about one specific person you got to speak with, David Aldridge. So let's start with this first soundbite on DA's contract situation and discuss further. Dude, it's so, I have been asking everybody this all week, like, well, all, really for three weeks now, like, I'm like, what am I missing? He's seven feet tall, he's 23 years old, and he's pretty good. <laughs> I'm not saying he's like the best player in the league, but he's pretty good, right? <laughs> what am I missing? What's wrong with this? Why, is, why are people not giving this kid the money? Like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't have an answer. I mean, is, is he immature? Sure. So was I at 23, you know? So what are we talking about, right? But he played at a pretty good high level in high-pressure situations last year, as I recall. So I just, I don't get it. I don't understand why the Suns didn't pay him. I don't understand why the, why the Nets won't pay him. I don't understand why other teams wouldn't do it because they're throwing money around like it's going out of style now. So this kid, I mean, I wouldn't. I'd take a shot on him. Somebody told me this a long time ago. If you're going to bet, bet tall. 
Did you say bet Saul or bet tall? I mean, either way, you win. <laughs> <laughs> that soundbite was phenomenal. Phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. So kudos to you, Gerald and Shane, Nicely for grabbing done. him and yeah. uh, getting this piece of content gold. Because I think that's the question that a lot of people are asking themselves right now. Outside of Phoenix, a million percent. We mentioned this the other day, the CSGO guys, the DMVR guys are like, why? 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 It's like everybody else sees a different picture of DA than we do. Um, and yeah, the maturity, sure. But it's, I don't think it's the maturity so much as maybe the inconsistency. And whether you can rely on DA day in and day out, that's, that's the fear. Um, besides whatever we've heard behind you know, closed doors. So mm. um, I, I thought that was a phenomenal soundbite. But do yeah. you think it's it's a fear in terms of just offering him a max contract or just in general? Because we really haven't even heard like a ton of teams being interested. I, th I think I think it's the max. Yeah. I mean, I hope so because if it's just pure interest, then I'm confused too. Well, I think it's a combination of things. This was probably the worst year for him to be a restricted free agent because there wasn't a lot of cap space. So you had very limited teams with cap space that could make him any any kind of substantial offer. So I think that mucked up things for him pretty well uh, in this. So And then the situation with the Suns. I mean, I'm not sure who floated the, the Suns think they could do fine without him and playing guys with lesser talent that would succeed at the same level or any of these things we've heard about DA, but they tamped down the market too with that. Maybe it's strategic because they, they're hoping they can get him for less, but I think that definitely cooled any of the interest from those with cap space. We saw Detroit, we heard, oh, oh, they're in. They, they want to go after DA. They decided, well, we're going to just make moves to get guys from the draft, make some trades, uh, you patch the holes that way. Atlanta went a different way uh, mm -hmm. and said, hey, we'll keep Clint Capella. We'll, we'll bring in DeJounte Murray. Really, you're sitting here and now. It's, is Indiana going to pull the trigger on an offer sheet or a sign and trade? Otherwise, I, I don't see anybody. I mean, we heard the Utah stuff, but that seems to have cooled. So it seems like Indy or we're in for – a long staring match is what I think you know, we're looking at. It, it's kind of the perfect storm of bad conditions for DA's free agency because, like you said, the teams that could offer him space kind of dried up. Uh, there's the whole max thing to consider. There's the way that the Suns went out in the playoffs and kind of the big visual from that last game was, unfortunately, the sideline thing between him and Monty um, and the fact that he didn't come back in after he left in the third quarter. And that's not entirely fair to, you know, pin the loss on him or anything like that, but that is the lasting image. And you look around the league, guys know Monty and he has that reputation, and they're probably going to view that situation more favorably in Monty's favor. That's just the nature of it. Um, but it is interesting, like DA, he, I mean, he's a great quote. He was so gracious. He gave us six minutes of time, which doesn't sound like a lot, but like, when you're down there and there's all these, like he was dapping up with Tony Parker and Gary Payton before he talked to us. Um, so he was a great soundbite, but um, I, I did find it interesting that he was so baffled by just the lack of a market for him in general. I do think it's a positional thing, the center position, and we've talked about max level guys, you know, the only guys that are at that position are Kat, Jokic, and Embiid, and those are guys that all create their own offense. And I think that's what it is, but... It is still kind of baffling. But there is, <clears throat> there's this fine line between having a, a max player 
or having a center of extreme value, mm-hmm. right? We saw Robert Williams on one leg pretty much the entire finals, right? Mm-hmm. Made a huge difference for that team the same way D.A. did just the year before. You know what I mean? In, in, a, in a different way. Not like Robert Williams' level of play was good, but it wasn't as good as D.A.'s right. from one year to the next. But it was still an impactful position. And I think we can't dismiss that that the center position is being phased out completely because it's not completely. It's just you have to be the right type of center and the right type of situation to be able to be able to, right. to do that. Also, I do want to go back to the whole contract thing. If we do really find out that he was, in fact, offered a four-year max contract and he did turn it down, mm. like Last fire, year from the sun? fire your yeah. agent. Yeah. Fire your agent because they completely misread the market. Right. Man, that's a... That's a okay. bad miss. I, I do. But, I do want to say before we move on, though, that the Robert Williams thing. I, I don't think anyone should argue that the center position is being phased out. But I do think like Robert Williams makes like sixteen million a year. Sure. Like he's not getting a max, and a lot of the guys at that position that get maxes again are the ones that can create. So I, I, I don't want anyone out there to dismiss what Da does on either end of the court. I think it's just a question of is that worth max money. Look, I don't think that's on his agent. If he believed he was a five-year max player and he bet on himself, I have no problem with the guy doing that. No, but that's, but, the, that's also the agent's role is to educate you on like, hey, like I know, at, I know this is how you feel. But look, this is, yeah, they have to know the landscape, what, what's potentially out there on the horizon, what could happen if you have an okay year versus the year that you think you're going to have. You know, he, only, he had 16-11 all year, right? Like, is that max money? Probably not when you're comparing them to the greats or the, or the, the, the premium people at those positions. So, yeah, you got to know that as an I, agent. I get it, but I mean, his agent could have told him that, and he just believed so fervently that he was a five-year max guy, that he was going to play that well, that he was going to go for it. And I'm not going to hold that against a guy if you believe that way. He didn't live up to it. Now he's going to have to pay that price, but going into it, he he if he believed in that, I think that's commendable that he he put it on the line like that. I, I, I still believe that there's a level of cooperation between DA and the Suns as well because of the way that this situation has yeah, unraveled. Yeah. I think I'm not entirely convinced that it's just teams aren't interested. I think it might be the Suns have told teams, if you sign him to an offer sheet, we're going to match. Yeah. And if you want him, we're trying to work on this KD thing. Mm-hmm. If you want him, it's going to have to be in a sign-and-trade, either as a third team or in a separate. So help kind of me team. help but, you. Right. But that's why Indiana makes so much sense. All we've heard is they want to trade Miles Turner, mm-hmm. right? It seems like a perfect partnership because they have the money. Dude, so do so they garbage. do they not want DA? I'm not say, I'm going to say that right send, now. He's I'd love to send him to, to the Nets. Right. I'd love to send him the debt. I'm not saying yeah. here's the destination, but uh, you know that, that's it. It feels like if they don't offer him it, and they seem like the lar- logical partner in all this, it may just be that there isn't that much yeah. of a market for DA in general and his services. But look, back to the betting on yourself. I'm probably I probably like that because that was my strategy in blackjack while, while we were here. <laughs> Bet big and accept whatever yeah. happens. And exactly and what's happening to like DA yeah. right now oh, is what happened to down bad. Bad. I'm going to take a different route on this. I don't know that I am. As we're kind of talking through this, I feel like my my thought process is sort of shifting. I I am still a little confused as to why we haven't even really heard a whole lot around the DA situation. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that there isn't some sort of a 
uh, lucrative deal marketplace for him either. I think, like to Gerald's point, I do think he's probably working very closely with the Suns. They've probably mended whatever bridges should they have been in shambles in the first place because that was all based on rumors for the most part Mm -hmm. to at least come to an agreement to work together to get the best case scenario for both sides and these like as weird as it sounds because i feel like usually free agency moves pretty quickly and this seems to it it, it's really not that long when you really think about it but it feels like it's been dragging out for months and months and months I still feel like they're all working behind the scenes and nothing is dead in the water as of right now. I, I would agree with that. And I would have loved to talk to Kevin Pritchard about this today, try to go for the hat trick of GMs rejecting me. Cause I did. Someone asked if James Jones was there today. He was there today. I talked to him briefly, asked him if he had a few minutes. He said no, um, which is kind of unfortunate. Cause I feel like this is a more lax situation where you can have but those types of conversations. But there is a very important thing that is on but, the line right now yes. that probably he doesn't need any conversation about that out there. Right, but I wasn't even going to ask him about that necessarily off the top. Like, off the top. But he, he knew yeah. it was yeah. coming. Yeah, I was get yeah. He knew it was coming. Yeah, but th- you can still have conversations off the record. Not everything has to be on the record. Mm-hmm. It's not like I was coming up to him with a camera in his face. But anyway, the point is, I think that the fact that he was not jumpy, but so kind of had the wall up in that situation. Cause like we're only, we're it's us and Dwayne Rankin that are here as far as access to the team that report on the team. I think that the fact that he was that kind of standoffish means that we could be heading for something here imminently or that he is working on it at the very least right now. I love now that that was body language doctors. He was stone faced. Maybe it's, well, it's not even body language. It's just like, Bro, we're one of two people that cover the team religiously, and you can't give me two minutes. There's probably a reason why. Oh, did he give Dwayne the fist bump though? Or uh, just you? He did I don't. On Friday. Uh, oh, you got. Oh, so I that. I seen it. Man, I I thought you had something special there. No, I I got a handshake and a hug from Monty. Oh, uh, okay. Well, then we'll take that. That's we'll, a we'll, that's a win. We'll, we'll take that. We'll, yeah. <laughs> All right, back to David Aldridge because he also has. Uh, some feelings about the outcome of this Kevin Durant situation. Oh, God. I don't know. Um, I mean, you could you could conceivably make a case for them to just run it back, as crazy as that sounds. Because what's he going to do, not play? You know, it's KD. He's going to play, right? So, um, but usually if guys want to get traded, they get traded. So... If he wants, I, I don't think Miami can make it work. I just don't know how they make it work. With, I think Phoenix can make it work, but I don't think they. I think they need another team, maybe two more teams. Um. So I think I'm, I'll say Phoenix with no particular conviction on a multi-team with a multi-team deal. I think our fans will love it. <laughs> there you go. I feel like these are all the stages of emotions we have all been through over Dude, the last few weeks, so where it's just a deep <laughs> sigh. I don't know. But it's going to be Phoenix Yeah, laughing to keep from crying. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I want that sigh as just a drop that we can play on. <sighs> uh. He's so emotive. It's fantastic. <laughs> yes. Oh. He's I, a lot more animated than I remember him being. That was fantastic. Both oh, those yeah. quotes. 
are phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I, I love with no conviction. Is what he, how he just, <laughs> with no conviction, I'll say Phoenix in, in a three-team deal. I'm like, I love that. because like, who do you work for? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> ah, Phoenix. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I feel like that's everybody right now with the KD stuff, though. It's with no conviction. Oh, yeah, Toronto. Like, there's no conviction to it. It's just nobody knows what's going on, yeah. and it's okay. Well, we'll just discuss anything. The only things we know is he wants to be traded, and he has a preference of Phoenix, but would be okay with Miami. Like, that's that's all we know. So everything else is just that. Without conviction, I'm going to speculate kind of feeling. Yeah, and, and to slightly tease some of the content we'll be rolling out over the next few days, like I talked to a lot of insiders or beat writers, uh, people in our field about the KD thing. And the answers were all over the board in terms of what to expect. A lot of people said, you know, maybe he'll be back in Brooklyn. And then they immediately were like, oh, but I don't know if he'll actually do that. Um, I asked the Pelicans beat writer whether he thought they were an actual dark horse. And he said no. Like, he thinks that they're just going to be content building with what they've got, their young core, just adding Zion to that mix because they've already got a pretty promising start. So nobody knows anything with this Kevin Durant situation is really the takeaway that I got from this. Everyone has their thoughts and opinions, but it's pretty much a lot of the same things that we've been talking about the last few weeks. Like Phoenix makes the most sense, but are they going to be able to find that third and or fourth team? Are they going to be able to find a home for DA and are they going to be able to do it without including Mikhail Bridges? Everybody's kind of torn on that. Right. I now. think the other part of this that we, we, probably forget a little bit is it's not just the Suns reaching out to other teams to see if they can make a three or four or five way deal happen. Mm-hmm. Other teams know that the Suns are trying to get into the KD sweepstakes. So they're looking at the pieces that the Suns have and also saying, well, hey, maybe we can get in on this and mm-hmm. get a little piece for ourselves as well. So it's a fluid situation. There's a lot to try and juggle because it is complex on a lot of different fronts. So I, I, I just listen. I think that James Jones is going to pull this off. I really do. I I've do been too. on that train for a while. I think KD is going to come to the Suns. I hope he does. And listen, uh, it, the moment that happens, whew, there's going to be a lot of excitement in the Valley. <laughs> and I think the other part that people don't think about when talking about a three or four team deal, you're dealing with a limited pool of teams that are probably going to want to get in on it because there's not a lot of teams that are going to want to help the Suns get that much better. So you're looking at the lower level of teams that don't care who's competing over the next three or four years because move, helping move a piece like KD to the sun, especially if you're a Western Conference team, is not something you yeah, want to do. But if you trade, let's just say, let's just say there's a team out there that feels like they're missing, you know, a, a consistent defensive piece or whatever. A guy like Jay Crowder would fit perfectly into that. And if that gets you the opportunity to K- K- Kevin Durant, it doesn't matter if another team gets better. You got better. No, but they, everybody gets better. I'm saying, I'm saying those other teams don't want to help Phoenix. Not mm-hmm. Phoenix not wanting to help those other teams because. If they're directly competing for a Western Conference championship or a finals uh, run with the Suns, you don't want to give them that piece that makes them the favorite. So you're dealing with teams that aren't going to be competing over the next three or four years, which limits your trade partners even more with the trying to get a, a three-team deal. That's why Indy, not not a real I, chance I, to win. I think you're talking probably like 10 teams that that really applies to. Mm-hmm. The other 20 in the league are the ones That's that fair. you know are still av- available and up for grabs. So, hey, hey, DNVR, you guys want to help us trade for KD? Can you give us Mikael Bridges? 
No. They said no. See? All right. See? That's exactly my point. <laughs> if they can get Mikael Bridges, they get better. We get KD. We get better. Everybody's happy. Which, if you're confused, they asked for Mikael Bridges in yeah, that situation, just to be sure. Uh, y'all heard that. We do have a super chat from Psycho Blue, but it's that same fictional character that I don't know how to pronounce. Cthulhu. Cthulhu. So Psycho Blue says basketball Cthulhu needs Durant and Phoenix to break the seal with a Suns title. Also, Adams over Aiton. Hashtag Sarver out. Thank you for your super chat. Adams we over Aiton. Was that a comment about the jersey behind us? Uh, There's good possibility. Okay. Yeah. Good possibility. That's where it came from. You know, I'm really surprised at how much Four Peaks beer is still in that fridge. And I don't know if it's. The fact that y'all didn't go as hard as you said you did, or if you brought way too much beer. Bro. Brought way too much beer. Dude, the whole back (laughs) of the car was to the top, and we went through at least half of it. It was like 20 cases. We went through 10 cases. Could you imagine what would happen if y'all got an accident on the way here with that much beer in the car? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I don't even know if it was legal to drive across state lines, but hey, I was willing to gamble. Hey, put that on the fucking marker. Let's go. Um, Espo, how was the uh, NHL draft party at Four Peaks? It was fantastic. The crowd was spectacular. Four Peaks was uh, was great to everybody. Uh, the chicken tendies were on point, as always, over there. I saw hate when I say that uh, <laughs> because of the way I say it, not because yeah. uh, I, I promote chicken their tendies. chicken chicken tenders. But, uh, yeah, it was, it was spectacular. I'm looking forward to our uh, last Wednesday of the month back out there doing all our shows live. So. It's going to be a blast. If you guys want to enjoy some Four Peaks, be sure to stop by your local grocery store or head on down to Saul's their, house because uh, he'll have it all. That too. <laughs> Jesus. Just send him your address. He'll stop there on the way back uh, to the I'll deliver it. office. Their pub out in uh, Tempe. It's a lot of fun. Just a reminder, you have to be 21 or older. Please enjoy responsibly. Are you guys ready for some screenshots? Yes. Do it. It's time for some screenshots presented by Arizona Department of Health it's Services. It's time for some screenshots. <laughs> she COVID-19 starts seeing vaccines and she are free for everyone five and older. Those 12 and older are also now eligible for a booster. Visit azhealth.gov slash find vaccine for a location near you. She knows what we do when I she know. sings. And and she, she stopped, stopped it halfway out. through because <laughs> she realized, oh, no, no, you're not going to get me this time. It wasn't even intentional that time, to be I know, completely it's natural, honest See, you just got to let it out because you really do like singing. I believe that. Yeah, but like I didn't. Anyway, (laughs) Shane, what's our first screenshot? What do you guys want? I don't know. You're the producer, Vic. HNX, what up? (laughs) (laughs) All right. So this is a uh, Arizona Republic article that was shared recently about how JaVale McGee said that he just didn't want to wait for the DA and Katie stuff to shake out before giving Phoenix a chance to re-sign him. He just wanted some stability in life. So what we're going to do with these screenshots, we're going to play something, nothing, or everything. Is this something, nothing, or everything to you guys? Nothing. Nothing. And the reason, well, can I, do you want me to explain why I think yeah, it's yeah. nothing? Yeah, yeah, you can explain. The reason why I think it's nothing is because, listen, he's already won a championship. He doesn't. He's at the twilight of his career. He's trying to make that money, so that's that's why he left. He's not going to wait for these guys. He's already got that ring. He doesn't need he doesn't need anything to validate anything he needs to do. So he's he's just trying to put a lot of money in that bank account. And the Mavs were the ones that offered him quick. 
I'm yeah. with you. I was going to say it was something because that something is bullshit. The reason he's on the mats is because they gave him three years and $20 million. Nobody else was going to give him that much money. That's like, this is this is why he left. It's but not because of waiting for DA or KD. No, he said he didn't want to wait because he wanted stability in his life. Right. Stability and to I'm me is... A consistent paycheck right, in the same I'm location saying. for three years, hopefully. Anyway. Right. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying it's bullshit that like it's more about the DAKD side of it than about uh, the stability side of it. It's something for a different reason than bullshit, Gerald. It's something, and it doesn't have to do with... The I can't wait to see how you web this one it's, and weave. <laughs> it's something because it shows that the Suns are missing opportunities as they wait for Kevin Durant. And, and not... Just JaVale, but the the opportunity to add additional pieces around the roster if you have to run it back. You think the Suns would have t- tried to give him 321? No, I don't think they would have reached that, but they may have gotten a Thomas Bryant or somebody else. You could have moved in a direction to stabilize the center position if you thought you were going to trade DA. Uh, you know, you could have found that back potential better backup point guard. There's things that you could have done in this market with your with your exceptions that you've had to wait on. And that's that's the only reason this is something because it's direct proof of somebody that moved on in part because you were waiting and you didn't even make the offer because you couldn't because your hands are tied waiting for Katie. Which means they're just basically what you're saying is it's proof that they're in the thick of trying to mm-hmm. genuinely get Katie over here. This is not just like No. No, this, this is a like, dream. This, this is really happening behind the scenes. This isn't like when LeBron gave the Suns a meeting like <laughs> yeah. three or four years ago. And it was I like, remember that. Yeah, everybody's like, oh my God, we're getting LeBron. No, he met no. because James Jones was part of the front office and it was a, I'm going to do you a solid so people think you know, you're in the running for a big name. This is the real deal right now. All right, next screenshot. It is the Nets season ticket promos. <laughs> And they have Kevin Durant in them. Is something, nothing, or everything? They also have Bills or Bills. <laughs> Bill, that would be really <laughs> Bill Simmons. Uh, why am I forgetting his first ben, name? Because he's so irrelevant. That's why. Oh. You guys fell for my trap. Yeah, I did. <laughs> anyway, you you got basically two players on that thing that might be part of the team next year. So it's nothing. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna say it's nothing as well. I I, I pause because Kyrie's not in it, but also like even if. They weren't trying to trade him. I feel like he's not a guy you would want to put up on there anyway right now because of how divisive he is. And Espo, I know you've worked for the, a team before, so uh, I want to get your thoughts. Is that the type of thinking that would be behind it? Is that possible? Yeah, look, I, they're not being told, you know, we're moving Katie. Like, the marketing department isn't no. tipped off to things that are coming. The mm-hmm. marketing department's thinking this. Season tickets are on sale right now. We need to help the, t- the ticket department sell them. Who is the Kevin- biggest face and name that we yeah. have? Put Kevin Durant's face on there until the second he's not part yep. of the franchise. And Kyrie, keep him off there because politically he's even divisive. That's not what you want when you're trying to sell somebody on spending $15,000 in a year so they could sit in the lower bowl to watch your basketball team. So that's yeah. how you end up with Ben Thomas and or Ben Simmons and ah. Cam Thomas. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's tough. Yeah, it's it's man, bless their hearts that the creative teams over for any team, because if somebody gets traded or a deal goes down, especially at the trade deadline, because they make all the intro videos and things like that, they have to redo every single 
one. Mm-hmm. Every single one. And even if the player is in the background of a highlight, you got to take that one out too. Yeah, do you remember, I think it was 2015, a third of the Suns <laughs> yeah. roster moved on trade deadline day? Mm-hmm. That day was chaos because you mm-hmm. literally have to go through every page on the website, every ad that's out there, everything that that is anywhere and scrub it clean. I had even been at the All-Star game the week before and followed Isaiah Thomas, who was in the skills competition, had to delete all that content off of uh, <laughs> off of social because he got dealt. It's it's crazy when that shit happens. It's so stupid. That's, all right. That's like poor Kelly Oubre it, and his horse. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's it's just like it's just like when you break up with somebody and you go clean them out of your Instagram, right? It's, I don't ever like do that. that. Well, that's you. <laughs> it's, it's just life It's Hold part on. of life The last time you broke up with somebody Instagram wasn't around I've been divorced you dick <laughs> Yeah but, Oh my god But not when Instagram was around Yes been with Yes pre- I right. have been All you right. jerk <laughs> I just need to go home <laughs> Oh my god It was only seven years ago Isn't How fucking old do you think I am old? dude Oh my gosh! <laughs> it was more. I was thinking Instagram was younger, Jesus. not that you're older. I this have, guy, I have no words. Saul had to rip up all his Polaroids when he <laughs> broke up with people. Like, all right, next up on no, the I'm list of AZ House screenshots. Oh my God! Now I'm gonna choke from I trying. I'm so not glad I'm not driving back with you. Karma's totally gonna get you. The <laughs> WNBA All-Star MVP trophy. It's about the size of a water bottle, and I'm just like. What is happening? Who thought that was a good idea? Like, uh, how did this that? Is, this is everything to me. So something, nothing, or everything. This is everything. Like, yeah. Show us that you could care less more. Yeah. So whose whose fault is that? Is that the league? Did I would blame it trophy? on the league. Yeah. yeah. The league. Like, the commissioner. This weekend in a city like Chicago has been was an utter disaster. For the WNBA. Their skills competition was held at the same venue that they hold the NBA Combine. And it was not, tickets were not sold. The venue was not open to the public to see it. It was ridiculous looking on television. You do this trophy thing for your MVP and it literally is, you joked before, but I'm pretty sure you could get a bigger trophy pretty quick from Amazon. No, you actually can. Somebody put put a screenshot in the thread on Twitter. You could literally get a $30 trophy on Amazon that looks better than the trophy that she has. Unless that trophy is made of solid gold, which I highly doubt it is. And then on top of that, the game itself started at like 10 o'clock this morning. Yeah. Like, I didn't even realize the game was on until I uh, opened up Twitter and they're already talking about highlights in in almost halftime. I'm like, what the hell? Like, WNBA, what are you doing right now? Well, why hold We talked about this. Why hold it the same weekend as Summer League? where even your broadcast partner, ESPN, is spending all of its energy on talking about the NBA Summer League. Like, your players are demanding respect that they deserve. They're demanding it with the game, with the travel, with everything. And you can't get out of your own way showing that you respect your own players. With with the 12 teams that are in the WNBA, um, I just feel like, why is it necessary to move the All-Star game all over the place? And this is the reason why I say this, is because you have the NBA Summer League here, why not have the WNBA in Vegas as well? There's plenty of arenas. Why not share the space and share the publicity all at the same time? I know they, they you know, the, the, the WNBA and the, and the women that are in that league deserve to be recognized to, to, to higher levels than they've been appreciated so far. Uh, but sometimes you have to leverage other 
audiences to make that happen. And I just feel like the WNBA has just not done a very good job, not only of the timing on TV of their their premier game of the year outside of the finals, but this ridiculous trophy. And people are doing side-by-sides of the WNBA trophy and Steph Curry's mammoth freaking gigantic trophy that probably comes in a suitcase. It's it's just not – it's just – Op- the optics of this oh, are just terrible. It's completely disrespectful. Well, they fly them back on uh, commercials, so they probably figured they needed something small enough there to do that. It's just it, the whole thing is is ridiculous. If if you can't even show your players respect, that's a problem. The league needs to figure figure it out. These women play at the highest level. They deserve. Uh, it, it, the attention and everything that comes with it. And I, I like your idea. Turn it into a celebration of basketball. It's already that out here. Open it up. Bring the WNBA in here. Have the All-Star game in Vegas. You can you can get the, the celebrities that are already out you're here. In, you're and, in, and you're in a phase it. right now as a growing league where you can afford to test some things yeah. and see what would track and what would help out. I mean, why not do it here in Vegas one year and see how it goes? Like, I mean, it's not like you don't have a W team here in Vegas. So right. it's it's not like it's out of left field. Yeah. No. You know what I mean? At this point, with expanding to Las Vegas in the W, it even has a purpose of being here. Yeah. I will give them credit. The attention paid to the Brittany Griner situation oh, yeah. at this game was spectacular. Mm-hmm. Both teams wearing 42 and Griner on the jerseys that part they got right it's just a shame that it came uh, with all the other stuff that didn't go right this weekend when it could have been a very large focus uh, on that and but they did do that part of it right there was one one good thing that came out of this um and i use good very lightly it just made me laugh my friend trayvon edwards responded to the video that espnw posted and said i kind of wish kelsey I kind of wish Kelsey threw that shit to the 200 section like she did the t-shirts. <laughs> and I'm like, could you, that would have been the greatest, greatest awesome. moment yeah. in, a, in a long, long time. I wish she would have done that as well. But, I don't, oh, and then on top of that, <laughs> on top of that, the fact that the NBA is giving out summer league championship rings. Oh. Are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> yeah. And these women can't even get a decent Bro. looking trophy. Seriously. Bro. Oh yeah. Throw it away. Oh yeah. The summer league championship trophy was bigger than that thing. Yeah. My goodness. I'm so angry. Um, this one will make you guys feel better though. Is it something, nothing, or everything? Shane's basketball career. <laughs> Look at Shane on the screen, baby. Oh, this is oh, everything. Man. Dude, is that the same person? That's baby Shane. Oh, that, man. That was, I, I believe they're from when he used to play uh, were you club at the basketball were you, in L.A. Were you, the, were, you the, were you at the pump? Is that what that is? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anaheim. the pump is a is a, oh. a very it's me. a very large basketball tournament gotcha. in LA. There, newbie. I, well, yeah, I don't I, I don't hang around a lot of high school students playing basketball. I played not, in the pump. Not that's, my jam, that's, the, right? that's the difference there, Espo. Okay. I played in the pump, so I know what the hell it is. Yeah, yeah. well, everybody knows I didn't play. It's pretty damn obvious oh that gosh. I didn't play the high level. Anyway, Shane, you look spectacular. Don't let anybody else tell you otherwise. That one's everything to me. It's everything. But in the complete opposite way that the W's was everything. (laughs) Yes. 
The one was like everything that was bad in the world, and that's everything that's good in the world. I just wish Shane had the stash back when he was playing high school basketball. You know? <laughs> I he just need have. to see the highlights. He's got yeah, a nice, I need to see the nice jumper. He's got a nice jumper. How many OGs you guys got left? Zero. Those ones went Clearly. faster than the four peaks. Yeah. No yeah. wonder you guys are so spicy today. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> well, don't worry, guys. We'll be back home soon. And OGs is available at your local dispensary. And they just launched their first ever limited edition seasonal flavor, pina colada, a perfect pineapple and creamy coconut blend. If you want to check out OGs, you can do so online at ogsbrands.com. And on Instagram at OG's Brands, you can also find their products, like I said, at your local dispensary, but you must be 21 years or older to purchase. And uh, that's it, y'all. Yeah. It's over. Vegas, baby, Vegas. <laughs> A deep sigh of relief. <laughs> and we made it out alive. I wasn't. I didn't think we weren't going to make it out alive. I did. Oh, I thought geez. someone was there. The number of stabbings that have been threatened in the last twenty-four hours. <laughs> in the last twenty-four minutes. <laughs> I mean, yeah, more of that. It's but, been fun, but though. just in general, it's been fun. Like, you know, like we got to give a shout out to the to the DMVR guys and CHGO guys for mm-hmm. for making this house really hot and and been fun, mm-hmm. even though the temperature was insanely. <laughs> It was hot. It was hot. We was had a hot. lot of we had a, hot, a lot of hot footage out in that pool. <laughs> like if you haven't seen that, you need to go to our Twitter. Were you meaning hot as in temperature or hot like Emma says like that's f- hot? Not, uh, yeah, like fire. Like Shane okay. says that's yeah. hot. Like it's like, like it's lit. That's I said it thing. in a really stupid way. Yes. <laughs> that's hot. Yeah, yeah. That's but hot. it was awesome. It was awesome. Everybody did yes. a great job. It's so cool to see them do their shows too and you get to learn some things and um and then we all just, you know, it's all about uh, camaraderie and, mm-hmm. and chemistry. Well, look, I'm all for camaraderie, chemistry. Here, Here we go. But <laughs> I'm a pessimistic <laughs> bullshit. No, no, no. Right now. no. I just have to name my MVPs from the two other squads here. Okay. Brendan Vogt. Oh, Volk. we got MVPs? Okay. Yeah, Brendan Vogt is, is my MVP from DMVR. Why because, is that? Because the man was my uh, my blackjack partner. Uh, and How'd that go for, for 15 you? minutes? Uh, it for was, 15 minutes. It was the most uplifting, insane experience of my life. <laughs> I couldn't be happier to have, have gone oh through it with gosh. him. Uh, we're forever bonded in that way. And then Big Dave. Big Dave. I, just Big Dave. I love that guy. I mean, the dude watched, th- or what, two of our three live shows was our audience uh, has been spectacular. He even, even though he insulted my eyes with that Hakeem Olajuwon jersey and the Bulls hat that he wore, I still loved him. So Big Dave gets the shout-out from CHGO. So congratulations, gentlemen. I have a trophy about uh, actually smaller than the one that the WNBA gave oh, out yay, for you guys. Uh-huh. MVPs of our, of our trip. from what the is it, sports. a ring pop? It's a ring pop, <laughs> yes. Enjoy some Four Peaks before you leave. That's your, that's your trophy, gentlemen. Oof. Oh, man. I, I'm proud that we made it all the way through. Um, but I'm very excited to be home. Yeah. We're going to be off tomorrow, Thank of God. course, because we could use a day <laughs> away from everybody. Um, and also just a day to drive and get home and settled in. Mm-hmm. But we'll be back on Tuesday at our normal time. We'll kind of get back into a normal schedule. So plan to come hang out with us on Tuesday at 2 p.m. right here. You know the place. Until then, you can follow me on Twitter at Lindsay Smith AZ. You can follow Gerald at Gerald Borgay. You can follow Saul at Saul underscore Bookman. And, of course, you can follow Espo at Espo. Espo, literally take us home. <laughs> Just remember, if you're going to make a joke, think it out beforehand. <laughs> <laughs>
Because you could offend a friend and your boss, <laughs> and that's dangerous. <laughs> ahoy, ahoy, yeah.